Hey everyone, thanks for joining us on another interview. Um, I am here today with Tony Irwin and he has a tremendous background in the marketplace, 15 years of working in various fields, all the way from um, starting his own company to uh, a unique position where he gets to operate between the customer's needs and the direction of the company. He's actually gonna be transitioning to a role as a chief operating officer of a different organization. So it is with uh, great honor and privilege that we get to uh, speak with you today. So Tony, thanks for stopping by. It's great to be here, thank you. So listen, I wanted to talk with you and kind of throw this question out. I know you've got experience in the marketplace. I know you've, you've, you've been doing this for a while. Um, you're known as um, a, a tremendous leader, you serve, uh, you're, you're someone that people look to for, for direction. Even, even, you know, the organization you started helps mm -hmm. to give, you know, that small and medium business helps to give them direction. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I have seen is this subtle shift where the marketplace used to take clues and tips from the church, right. used to come to the church for, for leadership advice and leadership wisdom and now we see pastors going to business conferences. Right. Uh, somewhere down the line, I heard someone say it, the, the, the corporate America stole the church's mojo in, in leadership. And what I wanted to talk with you about is how do, we, how do we glean from some of those skills that have been refined in corporate America and learn to implement those in the church? In essence, what can the church borrow mm -hmm. from the marketplace yeah. um, in terms of leadership, in terms of, uh, of getting people on board with the vision and accomplishing that vision? Talk to us a little about that. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks again for allowing me to be here, uh, Pastor. I, uh, you know, I think that, you know, it's easy to talk about, uh, you know, leadership being an important thing. And I'm going to talk about leadership in a moment, but, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, there's, <clears throat> there's a couple different areas that, that come to my mind immediately. One is um, looking at uh, your environment and how you react to that environment yeah. in a business world. Uh, and what I mean is, there, for example, there's a there's a tool that many businesses use, and it's been around a, a really long time. It's called a SWOT analysis, yeah. right? Strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Yeah. And you know, I think about how a, a church environment uh, could use that tool. And, and looking at, okay, you know, stepping back and saying, you know, this is what is happening in our environment. Instead of just, you know, coming every Sunday and Wednesday and all the services that we have and just doing doing that and, you know, coming back and doing it again the next week, actually taking the time. And I know the church, you know, does some of this, gets away on retreats and talks about what's happening. But, but really saying, hey, what are our strengths mm -hmm. right now? Where are we strong? What is really working well? And, you know, and, and, we tend to uh, say, hey, you know, things are really going well in this area, so we don't need to focus more on this area. Yeah. But I would, I would challenge you to say, hey, things are really going well. Sometimes we may need to put more resources in that, into that area where we're really strong and really be more effective. You know, it comes back to that 80-20 rule. You need to get, you know, 80% of your, you know, success or, or results from 20% of your efforts. And right. that could be that, that one area. That's you know, good. you really get a lot of, you know, bang for your buck, so to speak. Uh, even though we're not talking about money, we're talking about human capital and all those things. So strengths, you know, where are we strong? Where, you know, maybe we need to put more resources in that area. Um, weaknesses, you know, when you step back and, and honestly evaluate 
where you're weak, you have to say, well, why are we weak in that area? I mean, we have, you know, we have the Holy Spirit. We have got from a church perspective, yeah. you know, we're, you know, is it something where we're not operating in faith, you know, that from, from a church, or is it something that we're not, uh, that we're not looking at the proper way, you know, of, of who we are in Christ, you know, yeah. and, and being able to execute, uh, in that area. So the business world uses that to say, you know, Hey, you know, this, this competitor's beating us and, and, and we need to change this. We need to look at this area, but you know, for us, we don't, really have competitors you know some people might disagree with that <laughs> right but, right but, you know you're not really competing because uh you know you're all we're all supposed to be in the same the same uh, effort yeah the same goal yeah but uh but it, you know if there's a weakness we should identify it and be honest about it and say this is something that that uh, either we're not you know we're not operating in faith or something is not working right what do we need to do change right it? opportunities you know for you know, looking at where there are things that we could be doing where we're not. Mm. You know, I think back uh, to a recent example of a conversation we were having in one of the men's leadership uh, meetings that we had. You know, there's a opportunity to go out and do something for God's kingdom that, uh, you know, maybe no one had thought of. And, uh, and something that, you know, could really be a major impact in the city of Atlanta. And even nationally and so you know that's something that we're talking about and I, I won't get into all the details but but you know what opportunities do we have as a church with our resources with the the human capital that we have that we could take new territory for god right. you know and and not just uh you know in a business world you look at it and say you know what opportunities are out there or is this new product line that we can expand into is there effectively a new product line that the church could jump into that's good you know what i'm saying yeah. and say hey this is this is something that we're not doing that maybe we should be doing for god's kingdom or yeah. that we could be doing and and so that that uh you know that's something that to think about yeah. and then threats you know um a, a threat is always you know where the enemy is in a, from a church perspective you know the enemy's coming in and trying to disrupt still kill and destroy you know the efforts of what the church is doing and, mm -hmm. and I, I think uh, you know I, I, I'll step back for a second and say you know Vicki and I uh, we've been married we're coming up on our 30 year anniversary this year and, and uh, I was in the military and we've moved around quite a bit um, uh, from different churches and so we've had the opportunity to, to be part of multiple churches throughout our 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 uh our married life and you see that uh, you know different ways di the churches do different things yeah and um and you know i would just you know going back to the opportunities conversation you know different churches are taking advantage of different opportunities exactly you know? yeah and and i would say that that uh you know you have to find what you know what strengths you have here what people that you have here who you can uh who you can put in the right role and say hey this is something that you know we we empower you to do yeah you know and and really go after it okay um so so swat i think you know that's good that's a, a tool that yeah. the church can really could really take advantage of and 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 uh assess their the environment that's good and uh you know when you I'm sorry, I was talking about threats, but and uh, and the threat environment, but assessing the environment, and so the, you know, are you looking at, uh, you know, all the places that the enemy is attacking? Are you looking at um, all the 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 areas he's attempting to still kill and destroy, and 
and, and, and really step back and, and on a regular basis, you know, take a look at that. Yeah. Another thing, you know, we were talking about earlier about leadership. Uh, in leadership, you asked the question, you know, what do I think it takes, the, the church can learn about uh, how to identify leaders. You know, even as a, as a leader of a, uh, any person in the church, that is trying to impact another person's life. Say, say, for example, in my life right now, there's a, there's a, a man in the church that, you know, there's a marriage struggle going on and, and, you know, I'm trying to help him through that. And that, even that one-on-one with that man is a, is a leadership challenge. Absolutely. Right. And so you have, even, uh, I guess what I would say to the men out there that are listening, uh, that, that even if you're going to lead one man, you still need to understand leadership principles. And so that's something that I think the church really uh, could invest time and resources into is developing leaders. Because uh, if if people, you know, leading small groups and leading, you know, if you're leading one, two, four, 10, or 30, or 100, you know, it's, uh, it's so important to understand how to lead people and a big part of that you ask the question how do you identify a big part of that is understanding that that there are so many different personality types Mm -hmm. and understanding that certain things work with certain people and certain uh you know ways to lead if you try to lead a person that's a you know the dominant personality and you try to lead them in a certain way you know they're going to buck up and say, Hey, you know, I, right. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't follow you in that. Yeah. Um, and so just uh, helping people to understand how to identify, you know, different personalities, how to work with people and understand people better. Um, I think that's a huge thing that could really help the church. That is good. That is really good. So something you just said that I think is worth repeating is that even if you're leading just one man, you know, even if you're leading just one woman, even if you're leading one person, yeah. you still need to learn leadership principles. Absolutely. That it's not just the top leader. In an organization, it's not just the director. It's not just the CEO. Everyone needs to understand a certain level of leadership principles. In the church, everyone needs to understand kind of what we're talking about right now you yeah. know the the ability to reach out and grab some of these leadership principles that's really good because i've even heard people on the podcast say well um you know i didn't think that was for me because i'm not a leader yeah and god has to remind them you're leading every single day absolutely every day every every interaction that you have to try to influence someone in a positive direction mm-hmm. you're leading because what is leadership it's someone following you yeah. It's following you in the direction that you're going. That's good. And if you're if they're following you in a direction you're going, you are leading. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, for a lot of men need, need to step back and, and understand that, that, you know, hey, I don't see myself as a leader. Well, are you influencing people in a positive direction to go in the same direction you are? Yeah. Then you're a leader. Then you're a leader. That's a great definition. I like that. Well, something, uh, the SWAT is something that I've seen used very well. Um, I've been able to enact it in a few uh, decision makings that we've had to do around the church. But when it comes to strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, there's the age old debate that we're going to settle right here now and forever. Um, Where do you see is the benefit is, is the most bang for the buck in 
capitalizing on your strengths or showing up your weaknesses. There's, it's the old debate of which one is, is more valuable. You've got a leader that they're great in this area, they're not super good in this area. Um, do you see it more valuable to really double down on what you're good at mm -hmm. or to try to maybe bring up the rear on some of those things you're not good at? Uh, that's a great question. I would, I guess I would answer it this way. If your weakness is something that is developing into a, a, a detriment to the organization. In other mm -hmm. words, it's create, it's like, um, you know, if somebody, if that weakness is something that's effectively cutting your Achilles heel, right? that level of, yeah. you know, uh, where it's really causing you to limp as yeah. an organization and not operate effectively as the body of Christ, something that's wounding the body, mm -hmm. then absolutely you have to shore up, you have to do everything you can to, to shore up that weakness. That's good. Um, if, if it's something that, you know, it's just causing a minor irritation, mm -hmm. you know, oh, it's just, you know, it's, it's something that's rubbing my skin and causing me a minor irritation. Right. You can deal with that, right? Right. And move on and, and focus on the strength. But, but, you know, if it's, I would say if it's causing a wound and ineffective operation of the body. That's good. So there's areas that you may need to focus on. You're not great at it, but you've got to get better. Yeah. But there's some areas that maybe if it's minor, just have somebody else do it. Yeah. Just maybe punt that down the down the field and yeah. say, hey, this this is yours. That's that's good. So in this world of of um, kind of assessing what's around you, how to get better, uh, we're gonna have a a link to a couple of uh, effective uh, SWAT models that I've seen. I'd love to get your input. We can mm -hmm. post it out in the show notes for, for people to see. Um, what are some of the things that you have seen work best in those types of scenarios? Like what are some of those decisions that really work well in a, in a, with a SWOT analysis? Uh, decisions that, um, that once you identify them causes, it's, I go back to the business world example, mm -hmm. uh, a new product line uh, growth. You know, if it's a new product line that you know allows you to to really jump the you know jump your business to a new level yeah uh that that's it works say and yeah. in our example in the church let's say it's something that you know we we say we weren't for example reaching um you know young millennial men yeah right and all of a sudden we had something that all of a sudden could capture the the focus and attention of right. millennial men and you added 100 200 500 1000 to the church yeah. that is measurable impact yeah. right and that's what you're looking for and <clears throat> if if you can perform a swat where you can have a measurable impact on a on a on a, a group that's either unreached or underreached or or um, just i mean you we could pick any category of yeah. people right there are hundreds of thousands or millions of people you know around us that need Christ uh, but um, if we could do, if you know, if you could identify something, we, I'm, you know, I'm part of the church. If we could do something that uh, identifies an area where we can really go out and say, hey, this is something um, that we can make a major impact on. That's good. I love the measurable impact. So you, you just very quickly took this business uh, analysis tool yeah. and immediately applied it to now how can the church use that to reach more millennial men yeah and so it's very simple it's a very simple sure. transition so I love that that is literally one of the things that we can borrow from the marketplace yeah. well Tony thanks for 
stopping by the podcast. Thanks for speaking with us today. This has been really, really, really fun. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, for everyone listening, um, hopefully something Tony has said, hopefully something the Holy Spirit has said through him helps you as you're leading his leaders. Thank you.